You, you are about to witness an epic experience of music, wisdom, and insights flowing through your brain in four, three, two, one. Life Wisdom Radio and the Juniji Learning Center Online Wisdom Campus is proud to support this radio program. And now, broadcasting live from a vault containing a secret ancient wisdom library hidden in the tunnels below the Las Vegas Strip, it's the Howling Papa Pooch Radio Program, Howling and Growling on Air. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. It is great to hear from you. Uh, glad to have you with us. Please give us a call in today. We've got a great show for us. And uh, I want to just offer you this. We're going to have a conversation today that's not going to require you to become anything. It's not going to require you to have a role. It's not going to require you to believe in anything. I'm not trying to recruit you. What I am doing, though, is I'm inviting you to a seat at the table where you can learn and you can pass on what you know. Sit back, enjoy the show, call in. Let's have the conversation of a lifetime. Great to have you here with us. And we will be back right after this. You're listening to Howlin' with Papa Pooch Radio Program. amazing week. Listen, I kind of just want to ask you a very simple question. Can you look around 
just look around the room you're in. Maybe it's your car. Maybe you're hearing this and you're out running, got your little earbuds in. But wherever you are right now, just simply ask, is this the best place you want to be right now? There's no wrong right here. We're not, we're not judging. We're not looking for, for you know, feeling of. But what I really just want to ask is, is this where you want to be because it's the best place you could ever choose? Or are you where you are based on circumstances that led you here? So are you where you want to be? And maybe we don't even talk about life. I said, are you where you want to be at this second, at this minute? Are you feeling those things that you want to feel? Are you seeing those things you want to see? Because I realized something, and it kind of took me a little while as well. I mean, we're all kind of on this journey in life. We, we don't come with a handbook. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, when I kind of popped out of mama, the doctor would go, and here's your handbook. Instead, I got to kind of slap on the button. That's how I started my life. You probably the same way. So we don't have a handbook, so we got to kind of make it as we go. And one of the reasons why you may not be where we want to be is we haven't learned how to really create what we want to create. We've learned how to have it, but we haven't really learned how to end it. We've learned how to kind of follow other people's paths, what other people want for us, but we really haven't learned how to follow our path. And listen, I don't care if you're 18, I don't care if you're 88. Somewhere along the line, we kind of be on our path, whatever that is. And sometimes we don't even know where to go from here. We don't even know what our path is because we've gotten off of it so often. We don't even know what it is anymore. Or we don't even know where we are so we know how to get to where we want to be. So look around. Are you where you want to be? Are you where you want your life to be? to be. And if not, let's have a conversation today that even by one degree, you get closer. Maybe a lot more. Most people do by the time they really understand what we're going to talk today. So are you where you want to be? Uh, kind of interested in uh, how you're answering that. Colin, love to shout with you. Are you where you are by circumstance? And are the circumstances that you've gone through completely responsible for where you're at? Or could it be just a little? Sometimes we don't want to admit it, but even just a little, could it be that we are where we are at because of how we handle it? How we handle feelings about it, our thoughts about it. Interesting, isn't it? Just wonder how much of a real part we play. And this is what we want to learn. We want to realize that I've got passion for something. Sometimes we have passion for anger. Yeah, we're really good at that sometimes. Sometimes we have passion for frustration, worry, doubt, stress. We're really good at those things. Really, really good at those things. But the real question is, can we be good at other things? Maybe good at handling stress. Maybe good at handling frustration. Maybe good at handling things that are difficult. And we get to learn these things. Nobody taught us these things in school. 
we tend to learn by the school of fine arts. I didn't go to stress class one on one when I was in school. I didn't learn how to break habit class two on one when I was in school. And we kind of get sometimes at an age that we don't want to go back and read. We don't want to go back and listen. We don't want to go back and learn. Instead, we kind of just keep doing what's familiar. We wonder why we keep having the same thing over and over again. Almost like, what is that movie Groundhog Day? What's amazing is those little changes. I mean, I live in this amazing city of Las Vegas, and it was 120 degrees here about a month and a half ago. That's that's hot, man. That's hot. And inside the house, it was like 95. Air conditioning just trying to pump it out. It's 30 degrees cooler inside than outside. 30 degrees cooler. That's, that's good. But it's still 90. So can I cover up that crack right there a little bit? Can I do a little weather stripping over there. That's like our lives. It's by degrees. By doing those small little things, we got a little And then a couple more small little things. It got a little And that's how our lives are. There's nothing wrong with your life. There's nothing wrong with what's on your walls, what's up in your room, wherever you're seeing, whatever you're doing. But if it's not where you want to be, then let's start looking at those little changes, those little degrees of change that we can make. Because I don't know about you, but there's not radical things that really need to be done. And I don't know about you. I don't know if I want radical unless it's needed. If it's not like, what's the word? Uh, ah, detriment. If it's not going to kill us, what's going on right now, then we may not need the rat. Some people have time for time. There's no way I can spend six months to learn this or two months to learn that. I'd better just have the key and apply it without having to learn it. And that's kind of the dilemma. We do need to learn something. But it doesn't take time. It just takes effort. It just takes a willingness. It doesn't necessarily take Time. Time's part of the recipe. You know, like making cookies or a cake. You know, look at the recipe. It's this 12 minutes. Add an egg. So that interchange, time, is not part of the recipe. If it was, then what could we do? We could go, okay, I need to learn this. I need to practice it for this amount of time, and I'll get that result. Which means that time will be part of the recipe. But it's not. I've watched people change lives. It's just been horrific. And within 90 days, literally within 90 days, they're such an emotional, healthy, stable path. Where before, constantly. I've watched individuals be so financially distraught and they start realizing those little degrees of change start adding up and in a short period of time they're not paying their bills monthly if it also finds they're now paying them yearly because they've learned 
how to manage. And really, it's learning how to manage our thoughts, how to manage our mind. That's what then takes us to then work, relationships, how I make decisions. It's what's in our mind, how we think, what we believe. That's what we follow through the decision-making process. So maybe better relationships are experienced primarily with what I think about relationships. Maybe my finances are more of a reflection of what I think than actual opportunity. Maybe how I live is more a representation of what I believe than all the opportunities and all the ways that I And So sometimes we get locked in. We get locked in to this habitual way of seeing the world and it hurts. And this is what I want to work past. This is what I want to offer you. You've got a seat at the table today. You have a say in this moment. I encourage you. I, I'm grateful that you are here. I, I acknowledge the difficulties that you may have gone through. And I reassure you, almost like when the first person ran the four-minute mile, nobody said, done. But somebody did. And after that, a ton of people ran the four-minute mile. And I'm off to the same. There are people that came before you that have built the path. And we'll talk more about that right after this. Cool now. Call now. Call in now. 888-429-5471 to speak to Papa Pooch. Hello. Hello. Phone lines are open. Call now. 888-429-5471. It's time to be free. Because it's a pattern of only six stages. It's pretty simple. So if you got a paper, believe me, uh, it'd be really worth your while to grab 
stats can write stuff down. It's it's interesting how your ability, how your understanding. So we just realized that the difficulty that we're having here is my amazing assistant had her microphone on. And so what's happened is I was speaking in my microphone and then my voice was going in her microphone. So we were kind of broadcasting twice at the same time. So the benefit of all this is, uh, hey, this is live. It's reality. How do we handle things? So if the first part of the show was very difficult to hear, I apologize. Uh, it's the benefit of doing a live show. Sometimes it's uh, how we handle life, right? It's the degrees. It's the little things that we do now and then that can make a big difference. And I'm grateful for these opportunities, these opportunities of things that go right or go wrong, because it shows us inside how we handle things. It shows us whether or not we're prepared for the day, whether or not we really know what we're doing, or it's just kind of happening accidental. And so it's the six stages. And what just happened even on this show, I love reality. I love how things work out. I, I am grateful when sometimes things don't go as planned. Because it shows me growth. It shows us opportunity to adjust. It shows us reality. So the six stages sort of goes like this. We're born into whatever culture we're born into. And we learn to eat the food of that culture. We learn to speak the language of that culture. We learn the ideology, the thoughts, and the beliefs that that culture lives by. And that's kind of big picture. And then break it down a little bit. And then there's the city or the part of that country, of that culture we live in. You grew up in Texas. You might have a certain uh, accent versus Boston. It's still English. There may be food because of the food available in one area that's a little different than another. It's like Texas's barbecue, uh, Maine, lobster, the whole area of the coast, seafood here, steak there. And we get used to this and we think that's reality. And then we go to our homes and our homes have our own customs, our own traditions. And that's how we're born. We're, we grow up that. And to us, there's no other way to live, no other way to think. That becomes our normal. And this is how we all grow up. This is how we all taught how to live and how to be in the environment that we're in. And it's supposed to work that way. Our body starts adjusting to the temperature and the food for that area. Our mind, thoughts and beliefs and experiences are formed in there based on that bubble of where we live. And then inevitably, we grow up and we leave home. We might move out of that bubble. We go to another area. And then all of a sudden we realize, you know, a lot of what I learned over there <laughs> may not apply over here. And all of a sudden what happens? 
there's this gap. Now, not all of it. Not all of it is wrong. A lot of it isn't. But there's a gap. And then what do we do? We meet other people who were born in other cultures, other parts of the bubble, same country maybe, but their beliefs are a little more this way and mine's a little more that way. And we try to get along. And each of us believes wholeheartedly without a doubt that what we think and how we feel is the right way to think and feel it. And then the next person's doing the same thing. They're living how they think they should live based on their experiences. The dilemma, though, is that we forget, we may not even have understood the depth of it, but the reason why there's differences isn't because the human brain in one person is completely different than another. It's the content of that brain. It's the education. It's the language. It's the habit. It's the tradition. Same human brain. But one has been conditioned. One has had experiences one way, another the other. If we can remember, even on this second stage, remember stage one, step one of these six stages, is that we grow up in this bubble. And it's our normal. And two, is that we leave that bubble to go out into the world. Could be leave for college, could get married, could go in the military, could get a job over there, move way down that way. And the second stage is that we leave that bubble and we realize there's a gap. And it's that gap that at times scares the you-know-what out of us. That's why there's stress, anxiety, fear, worry, doubt, insecurity. Because all of a sudden, what was working fine over there isn't working over here. All of a sudden, my beliefs about whatever that may be that worked over here, you know, they don't tolerate those kind of beliefs over there. Or I might have had great, healthy, humanitarian, loving, compassionate beliefs how I grew up, and then I move over, over there, and they're kind of locked in. They, they see people a certain way. They are against this group of people or against that group of people. And what's the difference between me and you and you and them? What's the difference between any of us? Content. It's not the function of the mind. It's not the ability of our conscious awareness. It's not the differences in our bodies. It's how we've been taught to use them. It's the content. And if I can remember it every moment of the day as often as humanly possible, if you can, as often as humanly possible, that the differences that they're experiencing is the same process of what I'm experiencing. I'm experiencing difference because I grew up a particular way, particular beliefs, ideas, habits, customs, traditions, just like they did. Because you're innocent as a baby. You don't come out of the womb going, I'm going to hate those people. You have to be taught this. You don't come out of the womb going, I'm going to be poor. I'm going to be emotionally erect. You're taught these things. And that's 
the gift. But that next part, that third part that's the gift, we'll talk about that here in about a minute. We're going to go to break. But that second part, that's fear. That's scary. We don't, we don't know how to handle that. We've never been taught how to handle that second part. We weren't even taught that it existed, that I'm going to leave home and I'm going to go to another area. And those ideas, beliefs, what's going to be asked of me, the people I'm going to meet might have a completely different mindset than me. I want to say they're wrong because I see my mindset is the only way that's possible because I was taught that. So stick around for part three of the six stages because that's where we can start freeing ourselves of this, helping ourselves from this. So if there's an uh, if you're not where you want to be, stick around. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Cool now. Call in now. Call now. 888-429-5471 to speak to Papa Pooch. Hello. 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 How much, how much time we put in 
how much emotional activity, fear, worry, doubt, love, compassion, joy that we put into our lives. What an amazing human experience this is. And the more we realize our ability to function and how those things work, gives us the ability to handle life much differently than if we're waiting on hope and luck. That there's the ability for purposeful living. Purposeful. And then there's, well, kind of how we've been taught. Do as you say. I was at a red light the other day. There was nobody around. It's about one o'clock in the morning. And there I was sitting at this red light. Nobody did. Nobody around me. And, and I kind of laughed at just how grateful I am that there's all of these things outside of me to tell me what to do. And at the same time, I recognize my inner GPS system, my inner ability for choice. And I think that's the key, is that as we navigate through a world that has been decided for us in many ways, I have to, I need to, I want to remember that at every one of those moments as well, I have the ability for choice. And that's really what stage three is in this. Because as we were born and taught what we were taught, then we go out into the world and we realize that some of it's working, some of it's not. And that will happen to all of us. It's not personal. I mean, I think that's what we have to remember. None of this is personal. It's just how it works. It's almost like we go to a different country. I mean, I grew up in the Midwest. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Amazing people. And then I go out to California. And let me tell you, the beliefs of where I grew up were quite different, are quite different even still in some areas, than the area I lived in California. Food's different. The uh, terrain is different. People act a little differently, only because that's how they were taught. And that's the benefit of number three. The moment we recognize that we are in a situation, and this is going to happen throughout your life. It's not just when you leave home. It's going to happen always in your life. You're going to meet someone else. They're going to offer you something you have no clue how to handle because it wasn't part of your bubble. You're going to be 55 years old, 60, 70, 80 years old. And how many times would you have gone through that relearning process by the time you get to 50, 60, 70, 80? A lot. And if we don't, then we're stuck. And that's the choice that happens between stage two and stage three. When we realize that there's a difference and stage three is all of the ways you could learn how to handle that difference, how to adapt to that difference, maybe even take some of those differences on, because here I need to wear a winter coat where I lived before I didn't. There's nothing wrong with these things. But if we decide to stay stuck, and it's like we took a photograph in 1955, we look at it now and we say, you know what, everything I thought in 1955, I'm going to keep thinking in 19, or 2017. <laughs> And it's not going to change. I'm locked in. 
and we wonder why it's really difficult. It's like trying to have a Windows 95 computer and use it on today's internet. It might work a little, but there's so much it's not going to be able to handle because of the way and the speed of the internet today. And this is what happens to us. All of a sudden, we're knocking on that door. Listen, I want to go out into the world. I feel kind of prepared. I know how to handle this. I know how to handle that. I've got this custom, that tradition, that habit. Listen, I've been doing this. I've been practicing this for 16, 17, 18, 20 years living at home. And I'm ready to go out into the world now. There's differences. And it's at that moment that we either dig in or we embrace those differences. Well, all of a sudden, I'm living in an area that, listen, I, I need to know how to eat this type of food now. It's everywhere. I, I, I need to know how to handle this kind of weather. It's 120 degrees here in Vegas at times. I got to learn how to handle that. I didn't have that when I was in Northern California. It was rainforest and ferns and fog in the ocean. <laughs> There's a lot of sand here, but not a lot of water. It's like I'm living at the beach, but no ocean. There's an adaptation. And it's at that moment you learn more about you than at any other time. Were you taught when you were in that bubble? Were you taught to lock in or were you taught to learn and grow? Because that's, if that was not part of that initial teaching, if that was not part of how you grew up, that you must continuously grow through adaptation. You must continuously learn, develop your mind, develop your abilities develop your understanding about how you function and how to be and be successful in this world. If that was not part of that initial teaching, you won't do it now and you'll fight every bit of it until life kind of throws you such difficulty that you're forced to. Maybe we still don't. And so this, this stage three, the beauty of this stage three is showing you about you Listen, are you going to call in? Or are you just going to listen? Are you going to be passive? Or are you going to go do something about your life? Are you going to sit here in your home, wherever you're at right now, look around and realize, you know, this is not how I want to live, and I'm not going to do much about it today, because I didn't do much about it yesterday, and I didn't do much about it a month ago? You get to learn that what you were taught in your bubble is that you don't do much about it. You just kind of go with the flow. You hope that that scratch-off lottery ticket that you're scratching off solves the problem. I'm hoping that something outside of me, some, some celestial divine intervention solves the problem for me. I call that the third position that I was never taught how to handle this, but I'm hoping somebody else will. You know, I hope I get the, the raise, the promotion, but I don't know how to do that job yet. So I'm hoping they'll just promote me and then teach me as opposed to be ready for the promotion. I, I hope I win the lottery so I can learn how to make a lot of money because I never learned on my own how to make a lot of money. I wished people would stop saying and doing what they're doing because I never learned how to handle in my mind about what they're saying or doing. It was not part of the bubble. It was not part of my initial teaching. And so the minute, the minute you get to that stage three where you've gone out into the world and you realize, uh, hey, we got some gaps here. Houston, we got a problem. Because what I used to think and do and feel and act and all that back there was kind of working, and here it's not. And I want to blame the world. I want to blame everyone else but me. And again, it's not about blame. It's not about judgment. 
It's understanding that this will happen to all of us. And it's in that moment of difference, of change, of uh, that we get to ask, how was I taught to handle this? Alienation, separation, isolation, or not? Every person knows that they have problems. But have you chosen a solution to those problems? Have you started looking to see what the options of what to do and how to do it? Listen, when I grew up, you know, I handled uh, bad relationships. You got a divorce and found another one. You didn't handle it. You didn't resolve it. Okay. Do you know how you handle stress, anxiety? You move. Not knowing how to do the job. Instead of learning how to do the job, we change jobs. Again, some of this makes sense, and it should, but the majority of it is avoidance. We've not learned how to find solutions. We've just learned how to change and run and hide. And again, I'm not saying everybody, but if you are not where you want to be, if you're not feeling, acting, living, having the things that you know are possible for you to live, have, feel, and do, then there's something in your way. Is it opportunity? No, there's a lot of opportunities. Is our ability to be, be stable and emotionally in control? No, that's available too. So what is it? <laughs> well, that's what's next, and we'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Life Wisdom Radio Network. We'll be right back after this. How you doing? You smiling yet? I hope so. Are you looking around going, yeah, you know, I, I got those uh, dogs playing poker. I got that thing on my wall. Why is it there? Well, you know, it kind of makes sense. Or somebody else going, I got a Picasso on my wall. Why does it make sense? Well, it makes sense. It makes sense based on their beliefs. It makes sense on how they're living. There's so much opportunity out there. 
but we tend to only look for the opportunities based on what we think about them. But these aren't your thoughts. They're not your thoughts. They're hand-me-downs. They're hand-me-downs from thousands of years of popes and kings and queens and, and salespeople and, and this and that. They're, they're hand-me-downs. And if you don't believe that most, literally about 99% of what everything we think is hand-me-down, ask yourself, how many original thoughts that have never been thought before have I had? How many original thoughts that are original to me? I mean, if you want to say, okay, listen, I'm going to think about pink, <laughs> pink pigs driving purple Cadillacs uh, in the sky, and it's uh, raining rainbows. Has anyone thought that before? Maybe not. I don't know. But how practical? Can I use that? Or am I really just kind of, you know, going down the department store of beliefs, conditioning, and, and all of that, and I'm going down going, oh, I'll take that. That sounds familiar. I'll live by that because my neighborhood says that makes sense. And, and, we, and we go to the checkout, and that's our life. And so when we go from this stage three to stage four, when we realize that there were things I needed to learn, things I needed to adapt to, things I need to adjust. Well, what we do then is we create what we call by our comfort zone. It's a comfort zone. I take some of the things from my original bubble, some things that I, I didn't want to have to learn, but listen, I kind of figured it out. And we put that together. We build a life out of it. And we don't want anyone to mess with that comfort zone. Now, remember, the original comfort zone was our original bubble. And then we moved and what happened? We found that there were gaps. So we made some adjustments and we made a new comfort zone. I do this now. I kind of change this a little bit and, and, and I'm going to live this way. And we lock ourselves in no different than the first time, the first bubble. And we're going to live that way. And please, please let these new adjustments last forever. It didn't last forever from what I learned when I grew up. You know, it's been 50 years. There have been things that have changed. I hear people say all the time, well, I'm old. I don't know computers. Come on. <laughs> At some point, you had to learn how to drive a car because there was only horses. At some point, you had to learn how to use a digital watch because there was only Big Ben or, or you know, grandfather clocks. Then the stopwatch was invented, the, the wristwatch, digital. We're always adapting. But then here we are again in this comfort zone. And that's four. Stage four is our comfort zone. And man, I just want to live for I want to watch the same TV programs. I want to eat the same food. I'm going to hang out with the same people. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's not really where I want to be. It's not where I could be. But I'm really tired of trying to adapt. I don't want to have to go read 30 books. I don't want to have to go back to school. I don't want to have to do anything. I found a way that I can live. And I'm comfortable. Now, most people's comfort zone isn't so comfortable. But if it is, sit back in your recliner, look at what's on your walls, and go, yeah, this is my life. I can handle this. I could live this way the rest of my life. And that's where the problem is. Because if there was not time, you could. If there wouldn't be continued advances in technology, you could. If there wasn't 
new ideas of, of, of how to live and how to be, you could. You could literally stay in that comfort zone because there's no changes around you. But what happens if all of a sudden that comfort zone, now there's a flood. I'm not so comfortable here anymore. All of a sudden, now that company goes out of business. I'm not so comfortable anymore. All of a sudden, now the child grows up and there's problems or things that's happening. You're not so comfortable anymore. And that's the problem with comfort zones. We like to think, no different than our original bubble, that these comfort zones are locked in and they'll never change because we don't want them to. Because look at how hard it was to learn and adapt. I just don't want to have to continue going through this. So we live that way. But guess what? We're right back where we started. Now we go back to stage two again. And we realize that there's gaps. That the world's moving on. And I don't want to. And we realize that there's differences in those gaps. It's causing a little problems here and there. So we start the process all over again. we got to learn to grow and adapt a little bit. Now, individuals that know that they're in charge of their life, individual that's been taught a lot of what we teach at the Genegi Learning Center, individuals that have even gone to myfree.gift and gotten the uh, starter kit. There's a bunch of free stuff there for you. So please go to myfree.gift, www.myfree.gift. And look, you'll get an idea of some of the things we're talking about here. Because it's this continual adaption, growth, adapting growth. It's not like we breathe once and I don't need to breathe again. I went to the store, I bought milk and coffee. I'll never need to do that again. This is a continuation. And sometimes we get tired. Sometimes it's hard. And I'm here to tell you that if it's hard, you're doing it wrong. There's been 7 billion people that have come before you. There's 7 or 8 billion people living on the planet right now. We're like Lay's potato chips. We'll keep making more. There has never been a time in history in which ancient knowledge and wisdom and the ability to grow and be successful, there's never been a time in history like there is right now. Our ability to reach millions of people, it's never been this way before. So if it's hard, it's because we're locked in, we're locked into that bubble, we just don't want to go through what it takes for it not to be hard. But I just want to offer you something. If it's hard now, and it's going to be hard to learn and grow, one of those options, right, it's hard now and I do nothing, but it's a comfortable hard. It's a familiar difficulty. I can live with it because I'm still breathing. But it's still going to be difficult, at least not all of it, but some of it. And then going to learn and grow, that's going to be difficult. But I'm here to tell you, one of those has a better outcome. One, you already know the outcome. Because if your comfort zone right now is a little difficult, wait till next year, baby. Wait till the time changes. Wait till the economy changes. Wait till there's new technology and whatever it is you're living with, by, with living by right now, that's kind of outdated. All of a sudden, these people over here can get married now and those individuals over there can get citizenship and these individuals over here can do that. And those, and you know what? That wasn't in my beliefs 50 years ago. I don't want these changes. I, I don't know what to do about these changes. So I'm just going to get mad. I'm going to judge. I'm going to 
do things to get people in line because I took that picture back in 1955 and I want to live that way. Or last week, and I don't want anything to change. But the individuals who understand that regardless of circumstances, you still have logic, wisdom, rationality, higher consciousness, awareness that we are the thinker, not the thought, we're the believer or not, not the belief, that we have this, this consciousness, this being that is never harmed by other things, that we have an inner still spot of just pure bliss, that when those things get difficult, I can go back home inside, and that's what five and six is. Stage five and six, it's the continuation of growing, finding the gaps, but it's this loop. We have to be willing to take this journey. And I invite you on this journey. I invite you to share what you know. We'll share what we know. And that's really the, the cure, for lack of a better term, for all the ills and the worries and the doubts the insecurities is understanding that we're not alone and that there are answers out there. It has been an honor sharing this with you today. I wish you just a beautiful, beautiful week ahead. We'll see you next week. Time to go start the barbecue. We'll be thinking about you this week. Till next time. As this week's episode comes to an end, it's time to close the vault to the Ancient Wisdom Library and start the barbecue grill and be grateful for the time we've shared together. And as loyal listeners and fans of the Howling with Papa Poot show, we'd like to offer you a free gift. On behalf of the tens of thousands of amazing people who have attended the Janiji Learning Center Online Wisdom Campus, please go to My Free Gift. That's, that's myfree.gift to receive a special present from Papa Pooch. Please join us next week for more life-changing wisdom, music, and more. And remember, you're only an insight away from making the discovery of a lifetime.